Welcome back to the Wire Sports and More podcast. It is Tuesday, October 22nd. Um, I'm here with Ryan. I'm going to do another episode of the podcast. Start out with the NFL. A lot happening this weekend uh, and today as well with a bunch of trades that happened. Two undefeated teams getting even better. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sanu getting traded for a second round there. I, I, as a Falcons fan, am really, really happy about this. Um, so that's a great value trade for us. I mean, Sanu's not worth a second rounder. Uh, but obviously the Patriots are a little thin at receiver right now, so it makes sense for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this kind of points towards the Falcons, like, moving towards, like, a rebuilding process. Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh... That's probably good for them too. I, I yeah. feel like they won that trade. I mean, they're not they're not gonna do anything this season. Might as well go ahead and kind of not necessarily tank, but yeah, yeah, go ahead and kind of tank and yeah, start I'm the rebuilding. One hundred percent fine tanking. Um, you know, you're one in six, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, your second string receiver. I mean, probably your third best receiver. He's probably not even as good as Calvin Ridley. So. He's Trade not as away. good as Calvin Ridley, I mean, but, he's your number two, but but he has produced more than Calvin Ridley. Like, if you ask me to pick one, I'm taking Ridley. Uh, but like, Sanu has consistently been our second most productive receiver behind, obviously Julio. Yeah, but and then you get a a second round draft choice for that, which kind of shakes things up a little bit. Like, considering like what trade like. Before the trade deadline, what everything's going to be worth? Because if you're paying a second rounder for Muhammad Sanu, right? Like, what are you going to pay for? Like, if Matt Ryan gets traded, you're going to have to give up a first rounder for him, right? Yeah, uh, I did. Like, I just what teams can trade for Matt Ryan? Like, I think the Bears could. I mean, the they Bears don't, have, don't they, have a first rounder. So they don't have a whole lot of draft capital and coming up in like the next. They don't have a first rounder this year or a second rounder. And do they have a draft pick next year? They yes, they have a first rounder next year. No, they gave up. Okay. They yeah. gave up last year's first and this year's first and this year's second yeah. for Khalil Mack. Yeah. If the market for if the market for Sanu is a second round pick, then. I'm asking for a first rounder for Matt Ryan. For Matt Ryan, or more picks than just or, one, yeah. or like a second and a third. Because like Emmanuel Sanders, who in my opinion is a better receiver than Muhammad Sanu, went for a third and a fourth round pick. Right. And yeah, and but was sent over. But he he was sent yeah, along with the fifth round with a fifth rounder. So yeah, but I the Titans could make a trade. Um, yeah, I, I no, don't, hold I don't up, feel hold like up. the no, Titans no, 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 will. No, 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 That wasn't the team I was thinking, because I was thinking about this earlier. I think it was the Bills. But they got Josh Allen. I don't think they really... Yeah, I don't think they can. I mean... It's not realistic for them to make a trade with Matt, for Matt Ryan when they're already, you know, invested in Josh Allen. Yeah, Is I there any like... other team that can make a trade for Matt Ryan? Because like, I feel like the only team that, that would make a trade are, like, playoff contenders. Yeah, I don't think there's really any other like playoff contenders that just need a quarterback. I mean, the Chargers kind of come to mind, but Philip Rivers is still their quarterback. He's yeah, he's gonna be fine uh, if he can bounce back. I agree. So, I would I would have said the Vikings three weeks ago, but Kirk Cousins has been on an absolute tear. So all he needed was to just be called out and just like yeah, for a thing exactly. to be like yo, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, so but yeah, the Bears. I think the yeah. Bears could one hundred percent use Matt Ryan, and like it would be a big pickup for them. Like I, I, I would take Matt Ryan for next year's first. Yeah. Probably straight up. Really. I might. I think I might. I think I. I think they might do like next year's first and like maybe a fifth this year, but then send Matt Ryan over with like a. I don't know. I think they'd want something else. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like what else will we take? Like has maybe we, maybe like they give you a fifth and y'all give a fourth back. I've been thinking about possibly like Matt Ryan for a, for, for next year's first and mentioned Trubisky, but Trubisky sucks so bad that I do not want Trubisky at all. I'd rather like yeah, you know, I don't want anything to do with Trubisky. So who do you think won the Emmanuel Sanders trade? 
I would say the 49ers. I th- uh, yeah, I think the 49ers. I mean, they gave up a third. Sanders is good. They gave up a third and fourth rounder, which are which are pretty. That's pretty good. good picks. That's a pretty good amount of picks to give up. But they did get the fifth rounder, and I mean they're six and zero, oh, so yeah. they they understand. Their general manager understands that, you know they're in they're a serious playoff contender, but they need help at wide receiver. Because re- receivers right now that they have Marquise Goodwin, I don't even know if he's healthy. Uh, they have Dante Pettis, and then they have uh, the rookie from South Carolina, Debo Samuel. Yeah, their receiving core is like. Not that great. Iffy. Oh, and they also have that that white dude Trent Taylor. Yeah, um, I think they still have him. No, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure they do yeah. still have him. So that's their receiving core right now. They really needed Sanders, and I think that'll help them out a lot offensively. Because offensively, has, offense has not been their their strong point this season. They've yeah. been really winning off the back of their defense. They have a really good run game. They have a really good run game, and they have a a serviceable quarterback in Jimmy G. I'm not going to say he's good yet. I think I think I think he is good, but he hasn't really proven anything yet just because he doesn't have any a lot to work with except for a run game. So, I mean, he's like like you said he's serviceable. He's, serviceable. Like, he's not like at least he's he's like in the middle of the spectrum. At least he's not like farther back to where I don't like, necessarily think he's a game manager. I think he can win you games, but he's not really going to do anything to necessarily lose you a game. Um but they're really heavy on their run game and their defense. Is I would not. Games. I would not game. My game plan would never include Jimmy G like throwing the ball a lot or having having to lean on him making making throws or having to play exceptionally well for me to win the game. Right. Yeah. You'd rather just lean on your defensive line and you just your overall stout defense and your really good run game. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the the Forty ers really won that trade, and I think the Falcons. You know, I think it's a win win actually in the Falcons Patriots trade because the Patriots are thin at wide receiver right now with injuries to Josh Gordon, Nikhil Harry is still not back. Uh, so they have right now it's just Julian Edelman, Dorsett, and uh, what's the the white guy's name? Uh, I can't even uh, remember. A gunner. Yeah, Gunner something. Gunner or Sla- it's a weird. Yeah, it's a it's a like it's foreign like a name. Foreign name, but anyways, he's he's not been terrible. Yeah, he barely made the roster too. Yeah, like he thought he was gonna get cut, or he actually got cut. Really? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Or I don't know what the exact story is, but he was either about to get cut or he got cut and something happened and they last minute. They, he made the roster. Did they like cut Demarius? I think they cut Demarius Thomas, and then he made the roster. Maybe I don't know. I forgot who it was. I forgot what happened, but yeah. Yeah. So, the Bears are looking really bad. I mean, they got the they got beat up by the Saints last week. Yeah. Their their rushing game is terrible because they don't have consistent quarterback play. It's just they're all, offensively they're terrible. Their defense can't keep winning them games. Yeah. That's that's what has happened in the three games that they have won. Right. Um, so they they have to make a move and I feel like they have to get a quarterback. What are some options for them right now? I would say there there's a few. Yeah. One one being Marcus Mariota. Do you think that would be a good move for them? I think it would be No. Is is Marcus Mariota any better than Mitchell Trubisky? I'd say he's he's an upgrade slightly over Mitchell Trubisky. I'd say they both suck. They're both not good. Yeah. Okay. Another option we have here. Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. I don't, I don't like that option. <laughs> Is he an upgrade over Mitchell Trubisky? Yes. Yes. I'd say I'd say yes. So they're both up. But, but he also is like he I is so um yeah, I think I think he's an upgrade over Trubisky. But at his worst, he's pretty bad. Yeah. Like when he's he's making terrible decisions and he's turning the ball over a lot, it's it's pretty bad. Um Another option they have would be potentially to Get a former player of theirs, a former quarter, starting quarterback of theirs, Mr. Brian Hoyer, 
He's kind of old. I don't. You know what? Honestly, I don't think Brian Hoyer would be an upgrade over Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So well, Trubisky at his best is a solid quarter. It's like actually a decent quarterback, but like he's so consistently awful. Yeah. How about this? I don't know. I don't think this is realistic. And they get Teddy Bridgewater. Not until Breeze is healthy. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, they won't be able to do it until Breeze is healthy. But what would they have to give up? I think they would have to give up a good bit to get Bridgewater. I don't think it'd be that easy. Yeah, I think like I think second, that'd be a very difficult trade to second, make. I think they'd have to give up a first rounder to get Bridgewater. I don't think they'd have to give up a first rounder. I'm not giving up a first rounder for Teddy. You can keep him. Let's see. Okay, I mean. Realistically, I think if they try to go after Bridgewater, they kind of have the leverage because I'm pr- I'm almost positive the Saints are not going to re-sign Bridgewater. This is his last year there. So I don't think they're going to re-sign him. So I would assume that they're going to try to trade him. But I'm sure there's other teams besides the Bears that are interested in getting Teddy Bridgewater because yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is not – as right. old as it feels like, like he feels yeah. it feels like he's been in the league forever yeah but um, well i, I would think he's only like i would argue that the same type of, well like what since teddy's teddy's been playing really well since breeze's injury it, if breeze's hand injury is like really really bad and breeze decides to retire after this year which i don't think it's likely i think i don't, I don't think he'll retire but if he does they're going to keep Teddy, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But if they don't, if, if Breeze is fine after this hand injury thing goes away, I think they're not going to keep Teddy. So I think the logical thing to do for them is to trade him. I think if they can keep Teddy at around the same price they have him now, I think they will keep him. I think it's going to be difficult to keep I think him at the same I price. Think it'll be I don't think. To, I, I don't think. think he will sign for the same price he's at now. Now, granted, he's the highest paid backup in the league. I don't know exactly how much he's making. Yeah. Uh, but he's the highest paid backup in the National Football League, or was. He's a starter now, as of now. Right. Um. But he's he's going to be making serious money, like mm-hmm. when he hits free agency or if he gets traded. Yeah, what do you think his, his price will be? Mm. Per year? Or yeah, like yeah. I want to say he's making like seventeen right now. Is that is no that correct? I swear no, he's making it's like nine. a lot. Is it nine? I'm pretty sure it's nine, or it's around nine. It's not seventeen. Hold up, we gotta look this up because I. Okay. His contract. Okay, he's making. Oh wow. Oh, so one year seven point two. Okay, wow. I thought he was making like a lot of money no. right now. Uh-uh. I think right now we're talking like thirty a year. Thirty. Yeah. I don't know if it's that much. How much did Brock Osweiler make a year? I'm After. No clue. Cause he signed. Like he signed a, for a buttload. He signed for like seventy three mil, and I want to say it was like a three year deal. I think it was four years. Was it a four year deal? Yeah. Okay, maybe it was, but I was thinking it was a three year deal for like seventy three mil. No, it wasn't a. Uh, it was. It was like seventy seventy three million. I can look it up though. Yeah. But yeah, I I was thinking maybe closer to like twenty twenty five. Yeah, maybe twenty five. Uh, Thirty just. Oh my gosh. I think he goes like somewhere, yeah, somewhere yeah, okay. in between twenty-five and thirty. I had the contract for Brock Osweiler. It was a four-year, seventy-two million dollars contract. Okay, thirty-seven million guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a lot. Yep. Yeah, Teddy. Uh, he's looking really good. Yeah, and but their I mean, defense has been awesome too. Like obviously, like they're not going to start Teddy when Drew Brees comes back. I don't think he. I mean, they're like what are they averaging when Drew Brees out? Like they're not scoring. Like their they're offense not is not looking great. Like they're not scoring a they're, lot. They're five and zero, which is what matters right yeah. now. Five and zero without without Drew Brees is what I mean. 
Um, so I don't know. I think Teddy will, will get a lot of money when he hits the market. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 30, but I think it'll definitely be somewhere between like 25 and 30. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the Bills really don't have a lot of options right now. Right. At quarterback because everybody's pretty much holding on to their quarterback. I mean, another thing that they could do, I don't know if they, I don't know if it really makes them better, but they could trade for Andy Dalton. Yeah. That, I think that would be better than Mariota or Fitzpatrick. I mean, because when you look at, when you look at Dalton's, like, not necessarily his stats, but when you look at, like, what he's been able to do with that Bengals team, he had he was consistently finishing with winning seasons for about four years yeah. until he like really fell off. And when he goes to Chicago, he's gonna have a lot of actually good offensive pieces around him. Allen Robinson at wide receiver. They have um, Taylor Gabriel still. Um, they also have Anthony. I think it's Anthony Miller. Anthony he's, Miller, yes. He's a talented younger yeah. receiver uh, from Cohen. Memphis. They have Tariq Cohen at running back. David, David Montgomery, Montgomery could be good. Drafted. David Montgomery's a, a good running back. They just don't. I don't, I don't yeah. love the way they use him. Yeah. Uh, and then he also has a uh, Trey Burton. Yeah. At tight end, so he has weapons around him, and they have a decent offensive line. It's not necessarily good but it's not it's yeah. not bad Andy Dalton's actually a more realistic option than Matt Ryan I yeah. actually like that I think that makes sense yeah I think that would be an interesting an interesting thing that they could do I mean they could also try to get Case Keenum that would be I, I don't like that one as much but I don't like did, that as much either. you did see what Case Keenum was able to do with weapons around him in Minnesota yeah and he was able to really really do thrive in that in that system how about this one this, this is like a totally unrealistic and just like hilarious just suggestion or option Jameis winston oh boy yeah uh it's winston upgrade i think he's a i i think he's an upgrade yeah i don't know I feel like yeah, it's so <laughs> it's so weird. Like Winston's like he could win you a game, but he can easily lose you a game. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky can lose you a game, but not in such a a way that Jameis can. Like Jameis will go out there and throw six picks or yeah. five picks and have six total turnovers, like he did in uh, were they in London? I guess I think that game was in London, wasn't it? Yes, they played the Panthers. And yeah, he had like. Two, two or three picks in like the last minute. Yeah, it was insane. Like Brian had him on his fantasy team, mm-hmm. and so uh, he was starting, and he was like telling me he was like, "Bro, Winston has like." Well, Winston still finished with like eleven points in fantasy, which yeah. is crazy for having six total turnovers. I mean, he had like what four hundred fifty passing yards. Yeah, and he like, had a lot of passing yards. Did he have one or two touchdowns? I want to say he had one touchdown, maybe two. But I can't. I can't remember. He, but, but yeah, he had six turnovers. That's crazy. That's like Sam Darnold last night putting up what negative six and a half or something like that. Yeah. So, oh yeah. boy, he was bad. What do you think? Um. What that 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 leads me to my next question. What do you think that? Do you think he'll get paid by the Cowboys? Do you think he'll get paid forty million dollars? I don't think he'll get paid what he wanted originally. He should have started having contract talks after week after, after week like week three, three when yeah. he was looking good. Well, like people he had keep to, it's so like the perception of him keeps changing week to week because he like he was awesome after like after three weeks he was awesome and people were like after bad. three weeks they were like Dak is in is. Is like, in the MVP race. Yeah, and people are like, you need to sign it, sign him, give him the money, and then he struggled with the And then he, go, he and goes and plays the like, Packers and has like three picks. Yeah, that was and, a terrible oh, game. Oh man, Kevin King should have had like eight interceptions. Oh, Kevin King boy. dropped so many picks. That was a yeah, they were awful. Tough game for him for Dak. Yeah, I'm not paying Dak forty. I actually like Dak a little bit. I think Dak is a. a very good quarterback. I I feel like that's kind of like selling him a little too high. Like, 
Maybe he's a good quarterback. Dak is is good, but he's he's just inconsistent. He, I and I think one of the like big reasons he's really good is because he has a lot of weapons around him. He has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Now, granted, they haven't been as good as they have been in years past. Yeah. this year, but. Still one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. He has potentially the best running back in the NFL. Uh, he has a veteran tight end in Jason Witten, who, I mean, he's been okay, but he's he's really old now. Yeah. Uh, so he has Jason Witten, and then he has pass catchers. He has really good targets to throw to with Amari Cooper. Uh, Michael Gallup has had been really good before he got injured. And then Randall Cobb. So he's got talent around him that he can really rely on and that's I feel like what has made him successful yeah I think I would what would you be willing willing to pay him I think I'd be willing to pay him around 25 to 30 25 to 30 I mean I think at this point you gotta wait till the end of the season to pay him you got you, if you want to pay him you gotta hurry up you can't wait cause if you wait too long then Patrick Mahomes' contract is going to drive up the QB market, and then every every QB is going to be making crazy amounts of money. That is true. I didn't think about the Mahomes, because I, I was thinking wait until the end of the season, and and if Dak like, yeah, actually like Brent takes them to the playoffs, which I think they will, because the NFC East yeah. is it, is probably the worst uh, division in all of football this year, like collectively. Yeah, I mean, the that, Giants are terrible. The Redskins are bad. Like, the AFC uh, East is bad, but the Patriots just make up for it. Right. The The NFC East as a whole is just not good. The Giants, trash. Well, the AFC East... The Redskins are a joke. Yeah. The that, Eagles that, that, that have been awful. struggling. And the Cowboys are the division leaders, and they're 4-3. and three. Yeah, that was, have, a, that was a huge win this weekend. Yeah, they have the worst record out of all the division leaders in, in football. Yeah. The AFC East isn't even – I mean, obviously the Patriots are incredible. The Bills are 5-1. The Jets would be a good team, but they suffered all those injuries. Like, if the Cowboys played in the NFC North, they'd be the third team. Yeah. And in the NFC East, they're the best team. It's crazy. That's crazy. I want to go back. Do you do you think the Forty ers are real now? Yes. Yeah. With Emmanuel Sanders, I feel like that adds a lot. Uh, their defense has been playing phenomenal. Uh, Nick Nick right. Nick Not, Bosa. Yeah. Nick Bosa has been a stud. He's been so good. Oh man, so they've got good. good linebackers with Quan Alexander. I don't I don't know if D Ford is produced at all i haven't heard anything about him yeah but richard sherman's been really good uh i has jason barrett played i don't even know if he's been healthy i'm, I'm looking at the stats on nick bosa right now oh but yeah he's been so good as a rookie he's yeah. been absolutely phenomenal um got him right here so he's all right, the ESPN app slow. Four sacks, 12 solo tackles, one forced fumble. Yeah, and he's really come on, like, recently, too. Like, the first – I think the first couple of games they played, he was kind of struggling, but, man, no. he's he's really turned it on. Good for I mean, him, too. I really liked him coming out, too. D. Ford not producing in tackles. He only has five solo tackles, but he's got two forced fumbles and four and a half sacks. So Wow. That's solid. That is solid. Uh, Solomon Thomas, nine solos, two sacks. Yeah, their whole defensive line's been killing yeah, it. Yeah, DeForest year. Buckner has been a great uh, stop in the run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like all that dra- <laughs> that drafting tons of defensive end year after year after year. It's paid, paid off, off. now. Yeah. yeah. Which is something like you got to do. If you want to be a winning football team, you have to invest. And your offense like look at the Eagles. Lines. They were very successful, like not this year because they're they're struggling. Um, their their corners are yeah, so bad, like, which is so weird because usually the Eagles do a great job of finding value at corner. Like when they got Patrick Robinson and Jalen Mills, yeah, yeah, like Patrick Robinson, they got him, um, and they let him go to the Saints, Saints. on a not a huge con- it wasn't a big contract. 
but it was more than they were willing to pay. And so they they replaced him in the draft with uh, Maddox. I forgot his first name. Avante? Is it, is it Avante? Avante Maddox. Is he the guy from Pittsburgh, I think? Is he the one that got, like, hurt bad against the Packers? I think so. Yeah. But, yeah. But, so, it's, it's so weird to see them struggle. But, yeah. And they also have, they're having a lot of injuries. Uh, Nelson Aguilar has been, like, their only. Their only receiver that's yeah. actually available. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey got hurt. Deshaun Jackson got Deshaun hurt, like, Jackson out of the got game. Hurt out, yeah, early on in the season. But yeah, the 49ers, I love their team. Their offensive line's great. Their defensive line's awesome. Their whole defense is great. Yeah, adding, adding Sanders is really going to help their team out. So, man, they, they are so, they're really good. So, what do you think about the, the Cardinals right now? Um, I mean, they're three, 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 and, three one, and one, almost four and three, which would, and they would have the same record as the Cowboys. They're on a three game winning streak, but they've played three pretty awful teams. They barely beat, they beat the Bengals by three, then they beat the Falcons by one, and then they beat the Giants. By six. Yeah. So, there's been some talk like, hey, look at the Cardinals. They're getting hot. But, yeah, uh, I would say, they're, I mean, they're, 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 they're playing they're bad, a bad teams. team. They're a bad team. They're like, they're like a good bad team. They're very, a very, yeah, they're, they, they are, are a good, they're a, the top of the bad teams. They are a top of the uh, dumpster fire. Yes. Uh, I, hey, Kyler's been, been looking really good lately. Yeah, yeah. Kyler I mean, looks really good. I kind of like was worrying him, or I I had a I was like starting to worry about him in the first game, like in the first half, because there were so many passes just getting just swatted at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's been awesome. I mean, he was the best quarterback coming out of the draft class, and he's been the best quarterback from the draft yeah, class. All five eight of him. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't want to hear any Daniel Jones talk. No. They have they have, the Cardinals have a tough schedule going forward. Yeah, I mean they, they have, have to play the, the Saints, Saints, the 49ers in New Orleans, then they have to play the Niners, then they get kind of a easy off week with the Bucks, then they have to go back and play the 49ers in San oh Francisco, then play the Rams, the Steelers who are the Brown, okay, yeah, the, the Browns. Browns are mediocre, Shut then they have to play the Seahawks and the Rams. That is brutal. That's They're in a really good division brutal. too though. Yeah. Is that potentially the best division in football with the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals? Maybe, you know what? The NFC North might be better with the Packers, the Vikings. The Packers are 6 and 1, the yeah. Vikings are 5 and 2, the Bears are 3 and 4 or 4 and 3. They're 3 and 4, I think. And then Detroit has like two wins. Yeah. But Detroit's like 2 3 the, and 1, I think. Detroit's like kind of solid actually they're not Detroit like, has a good team they they've kind of caught some like yeah. rough breaks in all of these games yeah I think they're they're either two four and one or or they're three three and one they're three and three D- Detroit is? oh sorry sorry no no sorry no uh the Bears are three and three okay the Bears are three and three yeah yeah so I don't know did De- yeah Detroit actually has a solid team. one of one of the best teams they've i think they've had in a while but yeah. they they're in a tough division and they had tough breaks in games especially in the packers game that i mean if we're honest i think they should have won now you know we can make the argument that hey they drove down the field they they got deep within the packers territory several times and could not punch it in the end zone and had to settle for a lot of field goals i think matt prater hit like five or six field goals that game yeah. Uh, they and then uh, they they only scored one touchdown that game. But those uh, hands of the fa- uh, illegal is hands, it hands to of the, the face, face calls on Trey Flowers were absolutely yeah. That they had. Um, well, I, I was thinking there was a a pass interference penalty that was kind of weird or incorrect. They definitely had missed that. They missed. Oh, there was a there was a pass interference that they missed on the Packers. Yes, that's what it was. The the one of the Packers defenders just like complete like he didn't turn his head around. It wasn't like he was like all over him. Right. But well, he got to the ball. He got to the receiver earlier, like too early, 
and he didn't turn his head at all. Yeah, so, so that's, that's kind of a double whammy that they yeah. that they did not call. And then they missed. Uh, they they gave them a touchdown on uh, the deep ball, for, which was a beautiful throw. That was yeah. an awesome play by Rogers, but the deep was short. Um, and he looked, he looked so in. Yeah, he looked the, in. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure, like live, he looked in. And the crazy thing is, they're supposed to review yeah. every single touchdown in New York, yeah. not like on the field in exactly. New York. I don't know how they didn't catch that. Yeah, it, I don't like, it was so it was, it was clearly short. Yeah. When you look at the camera angle, his like he was down at the one. I mean, chances are they score anyways, yeah. but still, like, but still, give Detroit a chance exactly. to make a goal line stand. Yeah. Yeah, the officials have sucked all year. They've been terrible. They've been awful. It's like, do we have the like replacement refs from when the refs went on strike a few years ago? It it's been like terrible. It. Like, even the Falcons got screwed against the Cardinals. Okay, so what do they need to do for the refs? I don't know. Here's, here's kind of what I think. I, I think this is kind of the narrative that, that everybody's kind of thinking needs to happen. Full, we need full-time refs. We need refs that spend like their entire job is to sit in the film room and look at calls and see what's been missed and review things so that they, when they see it, they'll know. Yeah. Like, we need full-time refs instead of these guys that have part, like, they're part-time refs and they also have, like, a full-time job. Which makes no sense. Why? Why aren't these dudes being paid to do this full-time? It's exactly. ridiculous. Like, we, the NFL has enough money to... Pay, I don't. I don't think we're refs. we're there. We're there. We're at this point yet, but eventually we're gonna need. I think robotic refs are necessary. I don't know how you can do that in like basketball or football. Like that. I don't. You yeah. can do. You can do it in baseball. In with baseball, the it would zone. be easier with the strike zone. You but can I don't do. Know. I, I think that is relatively easy. To, would be relatively easy to accomplish, but like. It'll be difficult to get robotic refs in, in like football or other sports like it basketball. Would. Uh, but yeah, the I, I mean, I, but I think eventually we'll have technology that'll allow us. Yeah, to I think do eventually that. it'll happen. It'll just be really difficult to yes. in to like integrate that integrate into, that into the NFL into and NFL. the NBA. Because those are like like judgment calls. Yes, exactly. So yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah but crazy week in the NFL with all the trades and there weren't really there weren't really a lot of upsets, were there? Like uh, NFL-wise, I mean, I mean no. the Chargers, I guess. Yeah, kind we of? we need to talk about the Chargers. How I mean, how many ways can they lose a game like brutally? How many brutal ways are they going to lose a football game? Like that was an insane way to lose a game. That's crazy. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Denhill was actually pretty good. Three hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, did have a good. pick. Um. Their offensive line is pretty bad. So, but at this point, do the Titans just, you know, let Mariota go at the end yes, of the season, or or do they try to trade him to get some value back? I don't because that's the number two overall pick. You got to get something back for that. What team? You got to I mean, I, feel I don't like know. There's got to be a team out there that's willing to give you some picks for Mariota. Who though? Maybe the Bears. Like the if, Bears are the only thing I can think them, of. Yeah, if they approach the Bears about it, potentially. I mean, we're gonna have a uh, Bucks Titans trade. They're gonna trade Winston and Mariota <laughs> straight them. up. Let's see if he can have more success with this dude. Yeah, honestly, that might have to be the move. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they could. I don't. There's nobody else that I feel like yeah. legitimately is going to go after that. Yeah. Maybe the Redskins, but they have Haskins. I don't feel like they want to bring yeah, no. a young quarterback in there. I mean, I think Haskins is going to be I, end up being a yeah. bust anyways. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Haskins fan, and I haven't been a big Haskins fan. I liked his arm talent. I didn't like his deep accuracy. And I didn't like coming his, his mechanics. But I thought sucked. I thought he could fix his it. Mechanics were terrible. I, I liked his arm though. I thought he had a big arm. He had a big arm. Yeah, like so, so does hurts. I mean, hurts has a good arm. Or not? I'm not. I'm not saying arm strength. I'm just saying he's got arm talent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but okay, let's talk about how how big or how big of a failure was Melvin Gordon's holdout. 
Okay. That's it's been brutal. That's so for, tough. Because it's been brutal for he, he holds out thinking that he's gonna be able to get a lot yeah. of money because oh, you know, because I'm, I'm the Chargers starting running back. I've been phenomenal and y'all are not gonna be the same without me. Austin Eckler goes off while Melvin Gordon is out. And then Melvin Gordon's kinda sitting there from the sideline like, oh crap. I can't hold out anymore. I'm losing my job. I feel like I like he might lose his job even if he comes back. So he kind of just comes back to the team, probably a little embarrassed about it, and then screws that game against the Titans by fumbling at the goal line. He fumbled twice. Only one was lost, but he fumbled twice. And they, the Chargers drove. They were they had with about a minute left. They had the ball like inside. They I were think, at the one yard line I think they when were, he fumbled. I think they were in the red zone with about a minute left. If not, they were not that far out from the red zone. Yeah. Like they I don't know how they didn't score. And they had All they needed to do was a field goal too, right? I think. That's right. Was, That's right. They literally needed all they goal. needed was a field goal. I think it was third and goal and they were gonna try to punch it in the yeah. end zone. And then Melvin Gordon just fumbles, and they can't even—they don't even have a chance to hit the field goal anymore. Yeah. So that's that's. Yeah, his time in it's in, in oh sorry Los Angeles. I almost said San Diego. I hate that. Like I say <laughs> San Diego every time I'm talking about the Chargers. But yeah, his time in Los Angeles is it, it's over. It's it's done. I mean, the the field goal wouldn't have won the game, but it would have sent it to overtime. Yeah. So. I mean, good grief. What a brutal way to lose. Yeah, that's tough. But yeah, Tannehill is the Titan starter for until further notice. He's really, he was good. Like, he had a lot of tough throws, throws in the tight windows that well, game. There were, like, times while he was in Miami where he was good. I mean, I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's their starter right now. I mean, the only time I've seen Mariota look good this this year was against possibly the worst defense in the NFL, which is the Falcons. Yeah. So, I mean, Mario. That, that's not looked, hard. Yeah, he looked awesome against us. Yeah, but, but then struggled against an actual NFL defense uh, and then gets benched in favor of Tannehill. Yeah. So, I was thinking about something today. What are the chances that Mahomes doesn't resign or doesn't sign with Kansas City if they don't improve their team? Like, if they don't, if they don't kill it in this offseason – and get linebackers and take in some just anybody that can help out the secondary. Is he gonna leave? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But like, I think I think it would probably be in his best interest if they don't do anything to leave. But I don't think he will because I think he loves Kansas City yeah. and like he he's attached to that city. I agree. And that franchise. So I don't I don't see him leaving. So, probably not. Yeah, but like their linebacking core is awful. It's it's disgusting. Their whole defense is bad. Like, why didn't they pay me forward? Yeah. Why didn't they like they they made some questionable moves? They did. They're gonna they're going to waste Chris Jones' prime. Yeah. Did they even improve at corner at all over the off season? All no. they did all they did defensively was sign. Uh, Honey Badger, uh, Ty- yeah. Tyron Matthew. But even then, he was far from where he was. Yeah, in, in, when he in was his... in Arizona, yeah, he was phenomenal. And then he left, went to Houston, and was very mediocre in Houston. And now he's been still just not very good in Kansas City. So, his yeah, his prime is over, I think. Yeah, like... Their defense is just awful. Let me look at their linebackers. Do they still Anthony have- Hitchens, Darren Lee, Ben Neiman, Dorian O'Daniel, Reggie Ragland, he's solid, Damian Wilson. Oh, please stop. Oh, kill me. Please, just pluck out my eyeballs before I have to look at this linebacker core anymore. Makes me want to vomit. It's, it's just, bad. It's disgusting. It's garbage. It's terrible. Like... Th- like the the moves that they made over the off season, don't resign. No, they they didn't have to resign him. They just cut him, right? They cut Justin Houston, right? Yeah, they just cut him. They cut Justin Houston. Why? They didn't resign D Ford, and then they didn't do anything. They signed Frank Clark, but I don't know what he's done this in this season. I don't think he's really done that much. Yeah, he really hasn't. 
So they signed Frank Clark to try to replace D Ford, but he hasn't really done anything. He was great in Seattle though. And then they they just essentially did nothing to their secondary, which needed help the most. I mean, they signed Tyron Matthew, but they needed corner help. Yeah, they didn't need nece- they didn't necessarily need safety. I mean, they they needed safety help. They needed they need secondary back. help. Yeah, but they really needed corners. So they didn't do a lot there. They actually downgraded offensive line wise. Because they're, I think it was their center. Is that Mitch Morse was their center last year or something like that? And he, they didn't. I don't think they re-signed him. And he ended up getting signed by the, maybe it was the Panthers. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. But they they downgraded their offensive line. Uh. They didn't really downgrade at running back. I mean, that wasn't their real, really their choice. Yeah. About the Kareem Hunt situation. Yeah, the Kareem situation. Hunt situation. Yeah, they had to cut him. I'm, so, I'm still shocked they didn't cut Tariq Hill. I was, like, kind of yeah. scared they were going to do that. But, and then they, I mean, they're okay. They improved their receiving core, I thought. If they can stay, if their receiving core can stay healthy, they're really good. With Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, they have Miko Hardman. They have, um, I mean, Demarcus yeah. Robinson's been Demarcus good Robinson's been year. good. Yeah. They have Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so I mean, they have a great receiving core. They don't have – I mean, they tried to improve at running back with signing Shady, LaShawn McCoy. He's been solid this year. Yeah, and he has been He's solid. Really but been they solid. don't really have a, a run game. They yeah. don't have a run game. Yeah. Shady's really been a good receiving back. Uh, and I, they just don't have a run game. Damian Williams has not been the same been as he was last year. 70 yards on 41 attempts, only one touchdown. Yeah. Not good. Damian Williams has not been very good. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a rough, a rough couple of games without Mahomes. They play the Packers, which the Packers are favored by four and a half. Um, then they play the Vikings. Then they play the Titans. Then is it in Minnesota? It. No, it's at home. Both games are at home. Yeah. Well, that, that makes it a little bit better. Yeah. And I don't think Matt Moore's a bum. He played, he played... Well against Denver. No. 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 He had that one throw. He was pretty abysmal. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't awful. It was just... Pr- he played well enough against Denver. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but... They're, I'm not saying they're going to win any games with him. I'm just saying he played well enough against Denver. Like, to get the job done. He was Okay. What do you, but, did, he, did he throw for two touchdowns or just one? Just the one. I think, I won't say as long, I, that was his longest pass, and it was a 42-yarder. Yeah. Or it's around 42 yards. Yeah, that was a great game. Or no, sorry, that wasn't a great game. That was a great game by the Chiefs defense. They were awesome. Oh, yeah, they shut down Phillip Lindsay and Joe Flacco couldn't do anything either. Yeah, they had, how many sacks did they have? I mean, Flacco was sacked... Eight times for 72 yards. But and then, Denver has one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL yeah. right now. Yeah, but, yeah. They're bad. Flacco, I mean, he, he had no time in the pocket at all. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, this might knock Mahomes out of the MVP race. This injury. I don't know. I don't know if it does because if he comes back and balls out, I think he's still in it. And yeah, I he's think, still in it if he balls out. But like, people, I feel like people really put a lot of like they really were kind of killing him for the way he played like against the Colts and the Lions. But I, I think this, if Matt Moore is not very good or their offense just does not look good with Matt Moore, I think this will shine light on the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, he is the Chiefs. Like, like he is the reason that the Chiefs are relevant. 100%. So. 100%. So I saw something today that, oh, Adam Gates is getting a lot of crap for losing that, or for the way their offense played last night. And I don't really understand. Donald was horrendous. He was horrific. I mean, he was... I mean, he didn't look like his normal self. He was throwing it off his back foot. They would have 
Uh, they would have plays that could beat man coverage, which is what the Patriots... Them Patriots run a lot of man coverage. Um, and he was just missing throws. He throw, just... It was awful. He just looked scared to me. Yeah. He was very scared. He looked like Jarrett Stidham playing against Clemson a couple years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, he he looked bad. I mean, it's just the Patriots' defense. I think, I think it got to his head a little bit. He knew coming in, hey, this is the best defense in the league. And it just kind of they, they got in his head, and he was just scared the whole time and yeah. didn't make any plays. Yeah. I mean, there was one throw where he threw an easy pick for Harmon. And, like, they had a dude, if he just wait, if he just steps up in the pocket, he's got a dude on the left side. I, I don't remember what the – I think he either ran a slant or it was like a, an extended drag. Yeah. But, like, he had the dude. Just wait. Like, just wait one second, step up, and you have him. Instead, he just throws off his back foot to literally nobody except a, 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 a lone Patriots safety, Deron Harmon. Yep. Yeah, that was an awful game. Patriots defense, congratulations. Now you have to actually play a schedule. Your preseason is over. Look at their schedule. I didn't realize this, how bad their schedule was so far. Steelers. Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets. Oh, I knew the schedule was bad. I, knew I how didn't bad realize how. I mean, that's pathetic. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to college football. Um, college football this week. This week, not a whole lot of good, like, great matchups. There was a few. The only thing I feel like that was, like, really notable that happened was Wisconsin losing to Illinois. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really, like, I mean, I was surprised by it, but, I mean, Wisconsin just light years behind where college football is now. I mean, they're just, they don't have a passing offense. Yeah. They rely too heavily on the run game. and when, Jack Cohn has not been a terrible quarterback. Yeah, he's just not reliable enough for them to... Yeah, he's. To win games when, I mean, when he's thrown thirteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns to two picks. He's throwing like, let's see how many yards a game? He's, he's probably averaging about one hundred fifty yards a game. Yeah, Illinois was the most passing yards he had all year against Michigan. One hundred twenty-eight passing yards. Northwestern, one hundred thirteen. Kent State, one thirty-four. Michigan State, one eighty. And then against Illinois, he puts up two hundred sixty-four passing yards. So, he hasn't really helped them that much. Like, he's been better than probably Hornybrook was yeah. at Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin is just not a place to go if you're, like, a li- wanting to play quarterback necessarily because yeah. they rely so much on that running game. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, I mean, Wisconsin's a good team. they got a great defense and a great running game. Uh, but yeah, their inability to throw the ball like at all, really, or their unreliability, yeah, uh, to pass the ball or to have success, consistent success, passing the ball is the reason they lost Illinois. Yep. What about that Oregon game? Oregon beating Washington really? Oh, that was just a really good game. Really clinching the Pac-12. Is it the Pac-12 North or what? What division? What's the division? I don't even know. I mean, essentially, they're going to win the Pac-12. Yeah, the Pac-12 North. Okay, uh, yeah, they basically clinched it. They're 4-0. The second best team in the Pac-12 North is Oregon State with a 2-2 conference record. So, yeah, God, that's, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Just that, disgusting. Two, two really good quarterbacks in that game, too. Two of the top quarterbacks, I think, in this draft class. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously, I think he, right now he's my number one quarterback in this draft class. Uh, threw for two eighty, four touchdowns, uh, twenty four for thirty eight, and then Jacob Eason for Washington, probably my my fourth, fourth, third or fourth favorite quarterback in this class. Uh, probably fourth behind Burrow. Yeah. But he was twenty three for thirty, two eighty nine, three touchdowns. So. Yeah, crazy game. Washington game was over. actually ahead, like by fourteen points. Were they? And the yeah, they were up in, in the, the third, third quarter, quarter, twenty-eight to fourteen. And then they, you know, Oregon uh, scores a touchdown to make it twenty-eight and twenty-one. Then they get a field, field goal, goal to go up by double digits again, 
And then Oregon scores two touchdowns. Yeah. And it's over. So, yeah, I mean, Oregon's defense played really good in the second half, I thought. Um, and then they're all, Justin Herbert just played very well. Both yeah, quarterbacks played well, but I thought the play calling got a little conservative in the second half for Washington. It was just. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon they runs. They got too comfortable with their 14 point lead, and then yeah. Oregon came back on them. Oregon runs way too many screens. Oh yeah, and like that's it. And I'm not, uh, I'm not like a, against running screens, um, but they just don't know how to run them properly. They actually had a great play call with a screen that uh, where I don't know if they, I don't know if it was their final touchdown. I'm pretty sure it was the game-winning touchdown. But fake to run to the outside, like fake, like a sweep. And they hit the receiver on the screen. It was actually a good play call. Yeah. Yeah, Oregon's really good. They're talented. How about Auburn looking with a slow start against Arkansas? I mean, it, it worked out in the end. Started out for first quarter, 17 points in the first quarter. They, they scored really quick, too. The first two drives, yeah. I think they scored. It was 14 to nothing really quick. And then they kind of slowed down. And at the end of the first quarter, Carlson hit a field goal. And then they didn't score the entire second quarter. Yeah, and then in the third quarter they they really heated up with what five touchdowns. Yeah, Gus unloaded in, in the second half, or not not in the third quarter alone, but in the second half they they got five touchdowns and ended up beating Arkansas fifty one to ten. I think Auburn's really good. Yeah, Gus let it fly in the second half. I'm uh, really interested to see what happens this can, week. Can you guess what Arkansas Arkansas's head coach? I don't know his name. Can you guess what his conference record is? Like. All, all t- like his career conference record. Yes, I he's would, been there for for um a year and two two years, I think. Oh, two years. No, this is his second year. So he hasn't won a conference game, right? Nope. So he hasn't won an SEC game. Nope. He's zero sixteen. That's crazy. He's out of there after this year. I forgot what his name is. It's mm-hmm. Chad something. I think. I think it's Chad Moore. Yeah. Owen sixteen in the MPSC. That's that's mm, awful. I'm really interested to see what happens. Bo only had 176 yards passing, but he had four total touchdowns. And I mean, he was in the run game too. Like he. And I'm just saying that I I can't believe it. Like that's that's surprising to me. We had a we had a we had so many rushing yards. Like Cam Martin 84, uh, Joyner 59, DJ Williams 48, Anthony Schwartz 30. Schwartz was awesome. Because we finally actually got him the ball. Um, as a res- like we actually used him as a receiver for the first time ever. But yeah, I'm so excited about this LSU Auburn game. I think yeah. it's, it could be a good game. I mean, I'd pick. I'd pick. I'm gonna pick LSU by like, by double digits. L- yeah, I think. same here. LSU. They're, they're LSU favored by 30, 11 and a half. LSU like 31 20, 34 20, somewhere around there makes sense. Their offense has just been ridiculous. Burrow with uh, 2,400 passing yards. Uh, 29 touchdowns through seven games with only three picks. That's be- a beautiful stat line. And then Justin Jefferson. Both of those are – is Justin Jefferson and uh, who's the other guy? Chase. Uh, yeah, Jamar Chase. They're, they've been awesome this year. Yeah. Jefferson with what, 48 catches for 759. And then he also has – hold on. Jefferson has nine touchdowns, and then Jamar Chase with 35 for 626, yeah. and also nine touchdowns. Yeah, that new system has been awesome. They hired, they hired their uh, – the uh, Some, like, offensive from the, guy from the Saints. the Saints. I don't know what his position's on – what his position on, on LSU staff is. He's not the offensive coordinator. I mean, essentially he is, but I don't think that's his title. Yeah, that's not his title, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Our, I mean, Joe Burrow as far as in this RPO heavy offense, it's been great. Um, I want to talk about Georgia. How are they a top ten team? And this just continues to build on. Like this continues to build my hatred for the AP poll. Like Georgia's not a top ten team. Yeah, they're they're a top ten team because they were a top four team in the preseason. That's why they're. A and top then 10 they team beat right Notre now. Dame. Yeah, but they lost to South Carolina. They did like I don't. They, they, did, they I, won by three touchdowns against 
Kentucky. But but they should have obliterated them. And it was zero to zero at, at halftime. Half Kentucky had a, a receiver at quarterback. Like come on. I mean, but he, he wasn't good though. It's not like they they didn't stop him. He was two for fifteen. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's even worse than it was. Close at any point in the game. Defensively, they played well against Kentucky, but Kentucky did have a wide receiver playing quarterback the whole game. Now he did have 17 carries for 99 yards. Uh, yeah, but he was two for 15 for 17 yards, and uh, Fromm did not look very good. Nine for 12, 35 yards. DeAndre Swift had a heck of a game, but he kind of turned it up late. 21 carries for 179 on the ground and two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia, I mean, I don't know why the AP poll does such a good job of, like, their rankings are really, really good in college basketball. Like, like for example, they just released the preseason AP Top 25 in basketball. Auburn's at 24. Even though last season they were in the Final Four, they're at 24 because they lost three very important players. That's how it should be. I don't know why the previous season has any has any impact. Which on the is how it is in, in the preseason football. Because yeah. like, like Clemson wins the Natty, they're gonna put him at one. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like Virginia um won the Natty and they're not one. Yeah, they're what are they? They're are they still th- top ten? I don't even I don't think, think they're, they're top ten. I don't think they're top five. So like I don't know why the AP Bold is is great. Does a really good job of putting together their their rankings in college basketball, but they don't do the same. They're not. It's not the same way in college football. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, that was so. With Georgia on our mind, they have a bye week next week. Yeah, and then they have to go and play Florida. Yeah, they're gonna lose that game. You think they will? Yeah. They're not good enough offensively. I'm not sure. I think if they pound the run game and DeAndre Swift and Brian Harrion and uh, what's his name? Zamir White. Zamir White. If they, and Dalvin Cook's little brother. If they have a good game, I think they can win. I will put my money. I, I would be willing to put money on Porter. They're not going to destroy Georgia. But Kyle Trask has looked pretty good, and that secondary really is good. phenomenal. Yep. That defensive line's good, too. Yeah. The defensive line's good, too. They got a good defense. Um, I still, I, I don't, I'm not a huge, like, Florida. I, I, I'm not, I'm a little, like, a lot of people are love Florida this year, and I'm still, like, got questions about their offense. I don't think. Yeah, offensively, I don't think they're where they, I mean, they have a guy who didn't even start in high school playing, starting for them at the college level. And, and he's been good. To he's been good. No, he, yeah, he has been good. And granted, the guy that he sat behind in high school is De'Eric King, who's yeah. been a really electric quarterback in college football. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I think Georgia definitely has a chance, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull it out. Yeah. So when is Harbaugh getting fired? Never. So, what's his record in, in rivalry games now? It's like, he's won, what, one game, I think? Or he two? Beat, he beat Michigan State. He beat Michigan year. State, and he also beat... On a, uh, flu- on a weird, fumbled snap on a Yeah, di- didn't he beat uh, Penn State, too, one year? I don't... A couple of years I ago. Think, I, think I think he is. I think he does have two wins. I think he has two wins against like it's it's like it's, against Penn I, State, Michigan I State. I was not a rival. No, it's game. against Penn State, Michigan State, and, and Ohio, State. Ohio State. He's never beat Ohio State. Yeah, he's never beat Ohio State. He's been beat Michigan State once, and I think he's been he's beaten Penn State I think once. Beaten Penn State once. So yeah, that was a great game. They're gonna, they're going to end up like losing four games this year, and then he'll get like a lifetime contract. Yeah, they gonna, th- love Harbaugh in Michigan for no reason. Yeah. He hasn't done crap. Michigan fans don't. Uh, Michigan fans are starting to really, really. Yeah, I think Michigan fans are starting to get really tired of Harbaugh. I don't know why the Michigan. Like, why the boosters and the whole entire Well, it's crazy because he hadn't done – it was – I think it was during this past offseason they were talking about how, like, they were they were thinking about giving him a lifetime contract. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was a great game, Michigan-Penn State. Yeah, it was a good game. K- 
KJ yeah. Hamler went off. He's a monster. I love He's him. He's a beast. Wide receiver for Penn State, number one. He's super fast. Yeah, he is. Super, super fast and super electric. His his final stat line was six catches, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. And he had that deep bomb, which put Penn State ahead. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sean Clifford awesome. looked really good, yeah, too. Clifford Sean Clifford was very accurate with touchdowns. football. 14 for 25, 182 through the air, and three touchdowns. Uh, he looked he looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, Hamlet had a 53-yard touchdown with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. He put him up 14 points, yeah. and it was – I mean, Shea Patterson uh, in the Wolverines just score later on a one-yard run, but it was over. Man, how does what, what a brutal, brutal way to lose at the end, though. Michigan had a chance, fourth and goal, and number number eight receiver. What's his name? Hill. He's been he's been good for them. Like he's been really good for them. Yeah. Hill. I forgot his first name. He had a brutal drop in the end zone. Like he should have caught it. Ronnie Bell should have caught it. It just fell right through his hands, hit the ground. Yeah. I mean, you can see him. He was emotional on the sideline, just crying, bawling his eyes out. Yeah. They had a Hard chance, to see. and they blew it. Yeah. How disappointing has Shea Patterson been? He was so hyped up transferring from Ole Miss to Michigan, and then he had a solid first year, and he's been yeah. he's been way worse than he was last year, and he wasn't even that good last year. He's just not a good quarterback. He's got a decent arm, like a solid arm, like solid arm strength. Just but doesn't, like, he doesn't make good decisions. He's not. He's not big. And I'm not even, he's athletic. He's, he's athletic, mean, yeah. but he's pretty small. Like, yeah, I think he's six two, right? He seems way smaller than that. He does not seem six two. Maybe six two. Let's see. Yeah, six foot two, two hundred two pounds. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of thick for two hundred for six two. He doesn't even. See, he seems really small. Yeah. But yeah, he's just not a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, tough, tough, tough couple of years, past couple of years for Michigan. Yeah. They really thought they had something with Harbaugh, and it's just fallen through the roof. How about game day going to uh, oh, FCS yeah. game next week? It's I mean, I, but they do it every yeah, year. They, they do it every year. year but but I feel like the, they could have picked a week where Auburn and yeah, LSU well, Auburn, yeah, playing. and where Wisconsin and Ohio State weren't playing, and there's another game. No, I think that's going to be a blowout. I think Ohio State. Yeah. Will. I don't think Wisconsin and Ohio State will be as competitive game. as people think. Oh, is this a game to talk about? Penn State, Michigan State? Oh, I don't. I think that's the third, like, third game. best game. Uh, let's see. Not a lot of great games this week. Uh, Auburn and LSU are the Oh, Notre Dame, Michigan. That's it. Oh, yeah. I forgot they're playing. I think. I picked Michigan in that game. I think I'll take Michigan. I think they can bounce back against Notre Dame. Um, you know, I'm going to bet in favor of Notre Dame. I'm not betting. If, I'm, I will. Is it in Ann Arbor or is yes. it? Okay. Yeah, I think I'll take Michigan. I'll, I'll take Notre Dame. I just, uh-huh. I just don't trust. I don't trust Jim Harbaugh at all. Not college football. I want to talk about the World Series. Sure. Who you got? I mean, I'm Astros. Yeah, easy. I mean, it's not easy because the pitching matchup is really good. Oh yeah, you got right. Verlander, Garrett Cole, and uh, Zinke. Yeah, Grant. Uh, or is that? Wait, hold up. No, no is that Grinky? Yeah. not Zinke. I'm sorry. And then you have Grinke. on the other side Scherzer and uh, uh, Strasburg. Strasburg, and then uh, Patrick Corbin. Yeah. He's been awesome. They have, they have, yeah. This is gonna be a really good, good pitching matchup. I think the the lineup favors the Astros, yeah. but don't sleep on the Nationals lineup, especially with Rendon, Anthony Rendon, who legitimately could win NL MVP. Yeah. Uh, just based on his season was phenomenal. And then Juan Soto, the young guy. I think he's only 20 years old. And he's awesome. And, yeah. He's hitting machine. a lot of power. Yeah. He's a good outfielder, too. So. But, yeah, that's his lineup. Like, 
Jose Altuve, yeah. Carlos yeah, Correa, Springer, Alex Bregman. Like, and Alvarez, the rookie. Yeah, Bregman's an MVP candidate. He might win MVP this year. Alvarez is the rookie, right? That's number 44? Jordan Alvarez? I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. DHing for them? Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. I mean, the pitching matchup's great. I just think talent-wise, Astros is... Yeah, I'm gonna Terrible. take Astros in. I'll take Astros in six. Six. Yeah. I'll take them. I'll take them in six. I would. I would That's love six. for seven games to happen. I was. I was leaning kind of more towards five. I think I'll take, I, I'll take six. That that the pitching for the Nationals is is really good. So. I think I'll take him in I think I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with that. No, I don't know. Yeah, I asked him six. I think I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our yeah. podcast today. Uh, hey, if you if you want to see more content from us, go to our website at thewiresports.com. Thomas recently put up a mock draft. Way too early. Go check that out. I, I um, recently put up a pre-NBA a preseason predictions a uh, piece for this upcoming NBA season. Go check that out. It's dead wrong now because I, I mean, just, Zion's injury just took a big dump all over it. But no, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I, I think I still have time to update it before the next NBA game, or for the first game. But that starts tonight. NBA season comes off tonight. Super excited. Yeah, that's all we got. Yep. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Mm-hmm.